Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts. And that's not just what we call ourselves, it's what our moms tell people when technology is stagnating. I'm your host, Luke Miani. And I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. Ha ha ha! Thanks for that amazing intro, Noah. We think you're going to love what we have for you today, Uh, so I'd like to welcome you all good morning to this episode of Dark Mode, in which we have nothing to discuss. Ha ha ha! Yes, we have entered, once again, a tech drought. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's that time of year. I mean, it's hard to believe that a month ago we were getting Vision Pro, new Mac Pro, a Mac Studio, new MacBook Air that is by the way my like favorite thing in the whole wide world. All of this stuff. And then all of a sudden uh well, now we uh we just wait until September, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we got, like, all that new hardware, which we already discussed. We got all the new software announced, which we discussed, and it's mm-hmm. not even out yet, so we yep. got to wait to September. We're getting new hardware in September, too. We're obviously getting the iPhones and the Apple Watches and all that stuff, but we're in that period, July, August, beginning of September. We're in that period where just, like, stuff doesn't happen. Yeah, it is honestly a snooze fest right around now. I mean, there's there's a couple of things that are going on. We got some rumors we'll talk about, but on the subject of WWDC and that 15-inch MacBook Pro, I don't know if you saw my uh, most recent video here, folks, in the chat, but uh, I think to the point that we were talking about in the pre-show, which was that tech is boring and everything so fast, I think that's absolutely true. And the reason that that is absolutely true is... I just did a video where I, I basically said, ah, ah, beans, if you bought one of those 16 or 15-inch MacBooks in 2019, you really got, you know, the short end of everything. Sticks, uh, hot dogs, beans, all of it. The short end of whatever you could think of is what you got because they mm-hmm. lost all of their value and as tested in that video – the fastest 16-inch MacBook Pro that you could have bought, $4,000 plus. And it's only about 5% faster than the slowest Mac Apple sells, which is the M2 MacBook Air. Oh, yikes. Yeah, that is really unfortunate. I remember we talked about it a lot on the last episode of the podcast. And then you had the video come out. Lots of great details and, you know, numbers and benchmarks in there to back that up. Uh, But yes, very, very unfortunate. I'm still dealing with it as my work laptop. And I can just say that anyone who has that as their, like, personal or primary laptop, it's unfortunate. It really is. And it does play into what Neil said in the pre-show here in the chat about, you know, everything's fast enough, right? You're talking about if you go back to 2019, you could throw as much money as you could possibly find at Apple. You could say, take, here is a blank check, write a number on it, and I will pay you that amount. Just give me the fastest laptop that you could possibly make. 
and they would have given you something that is still only barely faster in some limited applications than the slowest thing that they make right now. Yeah, crazy. I mean, Apple Silicon, we all, as we know, is a crazy huge jump. A leap, even. Absolutely. A leap, leaps, leaps and bounds ahead. Bounds as well. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong, but neither is Neil. Because where do you go from here? You're at a point where, I mean, I know plenty of people that use machines older than a 2019 MacBook Pro. It, it's not necessarily performance that holds people back. I think, honestly, it's it's uh, it's kind of like the iPhone at this point. It's, you know, people aren't upgrading because their iPhone is slow. They're upgrading because the new one looks cooler, has better cameras and features, and because their battery life sucks. So people are going to upgrade from Intel to Apple Silicon, not for the speed, but for battery life, quietness, and ease of use. That's absolutely true. And, like, obviously, you know, the the Apple Silicon Macs will be faster than the Intel Macs. And people will notice that to an extent, you know, the thing, it'll turn on faster, applications might open a bit faster, whatever. But especially even once they're on Apple Silicon and they're going, you know, up to another one, it is absolutely the iPhone, uh, not problem, but the iPhone phenomenon where people are upgrading because of the other features. Everything other than the chip, right? The chip mm-hmm. is like a nice little bonus, I guess. But unless there's some like huge jump, which there really hasn't been, you know, at least for the iPhone, I don't think. It's more about the stuff that's around it, the screen right. and the cameras and the other features. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's a, it's a weird spot to be in. But it's not necessarily, the thing that, the thing is, it's not bad, right? The, our, our problem is that tech is too good. Every year the phones come out and they're just all good. Nobody's dropping these like exploding phones anymore. You know, bring it back. Yeah, I mean, the Note 7 was, uh, that was a fun time. Yeah, remember when the smartphone was only 10 years old? And people were like, oh, no, the battery blows up sometimes, and it burns your house down. That's that's excitement. That's a blockbuster movie. Now all we get is safe rom-coms, you know? Uh, person meets phone. Phone accomplishes task. Person loves phone. Easy. Yeah. I mean, there's not there's not much going on. Obviously, there's, like been some experimentation as far as like you know foldables and Mm. and uh and like kind of i'm not going to call them gimmicks because i don't think i have enough like experience to know if it's like genuinely useful or not but there's been i think that's about as exciting as things have gotten in a while and then obviously that's in the android world it's not in you know apple's world at all and even then it's like okay the phone you know it folds out you have a bigger screen so it's kind of like you have a tablet you can carry in your pocket. It's cool, but it's not super exciting. It's no exploding phone. It's no iPhone 4, iPhone 5, iPhone 6 moment. I really don't think it's, you know. And and it's also not an iPhone 4 moment in terms of, uh, you know, yet the antenna gate. That was a fun one. Mm. 
Then there was yep. there was uh, Bend Gate. Gate. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun one. Uh, what else? There were they uh, after the iPhone six, they kind of got it figured out, seemingly. I'm trying to remember if there were other gates. There was the thing. Remember when the iPhone, uh, the it was the 14, right? That the OIS would go crazy or something. Oh yeah, that was my very own gate, dude. I totally forgot yeah. about that. That was I. That was I had to. Gate. I got to. Yeah, it was Camera Gate. <laughs> You're not gonna call it Miani Gate. You don't want to. No, wanna I don't want to. I don't want to be associated with a gate. That's a bad thing. You think anyone well, goes some... to the Watergate Hotel like a mile and a half from where I live and goes? Wow, what a great restaurant! What a what a great hotel and restaurant with absolutely no negative connotation. The whole gate scandal comes from them. Everyone associates them. Everyone's like, "Where's the Nixon room? What if they just want you to have a nice breakfast?" That's true, but you know, people are talking about it at least, right? You know, all new, all all press is good press. You know, some people. Yeah, well, I don't know that, that Miani Gate would have the same lasting impact of the Nixon impeachment scandal. Or the Nixon okay. soon-to-be impeachment scandal? Arguably, arguably, maybe not. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say, though, Ben Gate blew up Unbox Therapy. Camera Gate did not blow me up. So mm. I just think that's unfair, and I just wanted you to know that. I'm sorry. I wish that I wish that it uh, you could have gotten more clout from, uh, from Apple. Yeah, exactly. There. I mean, that's what I'm we're so, all so looking sorry. for. Yeah, I know. It's I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I did want to quickly thank uh, we had a super chat super chat here in the chat. So appreciate that. Keeping the lights on, which is ironic because my lights are mostly off. <laughs> it is guns. dark mode after all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, it is. Oh, geez. Okay, we gotta talk about we gotta talk about a rumor here, Noah. I'm, I, I gotta pull this Ooh. up. I gotta pull this up. Because uh, okay. it's it's cool, but it's mm, it's not that pressing, so it doesn't really excite me very much. So let me let me okay. pull up I think here. We could we could make it exciting. Okay. Let's see let's see this rumor. Well, let's make it exciting, even if it's not right. at first at first glance. We can we can hype it up. Okay, I'll approach this with a, a level of excitement that I think would be fitting. Okay. Okay. Larger iMac with around 32 inch display reportedly in early testing. Apple is experimenting with larger iMacs, including a model with around a 32 inch display, according to Bloomberg's Mark Gurman. In his latest Power On newsletter, Gurman said these iMacs are still in early development, so he does not expect them to launch until late 2024 or at some point in 2025 at the earliest. Womp womp. Mac rumors cutting okay. straight to the punch here with this gut punch, really, that we have to wait two years. Yeah, I think I think you know, exciting rumor overall. The timing is definitely very unfortunate. The fact that it's supposed to be that long, and why is it supposed to be that long? Yeah, Look at the iMac. The iMac has been untouched for a long time now. It needs some love. They can't. They can't wait that long. They haven't even put an M2 chip in the damn thing. How, dude? Do you know how much money it costs? to retool a product. Do you know how hard the team worked to make that Apple Silicon iMac? 
a, a design that was the first new design of Apple Silicon Age made possible by Apple Silicon. The spatial audio speakers, the incredibly thin design, the colors, the, the first Mac since literally the original iMac to come in that amount of colors. That thing was so cool. And then they were just like, I'm done. You don't want to help. You just want to yell. <laughs> yeah, all all of that, the cool, like the power cable, the power brick with the integrated Ethernet. Yeah. The color matched, uh, the color matched uh, accessories yes. and like the cables. All so many cool things. And you know, I didn't even think about it, but to your point, it is so unfortunate for that team that put all that effort in and Apple can't even be bothered to put an M2 in there. Imagine how easy it would be for Apple to just stick an M2 in there like they did for all of their other products and just call just call it a day and and, and you know do do something better later, but just at least do that. Just just at yeah. least do that. Dude, they put an M2 Pro in the Mac Mini. That required a completely new logic board that's not even the same size. How can they do that, but they can't just put M2 in the iMac and that's it. Nothing else. doesn't need anything else. It's a perfectly good product. And they're popular. I've seen a lot of them. I, I see them. There's there's a uh, like an art gallery down the street from me, and they have five of those in their, like, like ultra minimal art gallery reception area. It's like they're like the perfect device for trendy modern minimal places. Oh yeah, absolutely. I almost wonder if there's some sort of like display shortage or like hmm. there has to be some reason for Apple to not just stick an M2 in there and like at least, you know, at least do that. There's got to be there's got to be a reason, right? There has to be. They might, you know what? That's it. They forgot. They were like, they woke up this morning and they were like, oh my God, we forgot about the iMac. Shit. Honestly, you know, I, I'm not sure how else to explain it. There's nothing else that would possibly explain it. And I don't buy this. So someone said in the comments, I think they secretly want to kill off the non-pro products via neglecting them. I don't, I mean, we just got new MacBook Airs. We got the 15-inch MacBook Air. That's like a, that's not a pro product, and that's like amazing. You said it's your favorite thing uh, ever. Oh, it's so good. I mean, it's, look, it is the perfect device for the person who wants a large screen but does not care about performance. There are so many people who you could say Apple Silicon, and they'd be like, what? What are you talking about? What is that? Those are the people that need a 15-inch MacBook Air because they want a big screen. They don't care or will notice ProMotion. I know people that went from an iPhone 12 Pro to a, a 14 Pro, and I was like, oh, you like the, the screen with ProMotion? And they're like, what's that? Some people, like, I, I can't comprehend it because I'm a person who can absolutely notice all of those things. And it's insane to me that you could look at those screens back to back and not see that difference. But that is that happens. People don't see it. Yeah, I don't get that because like when you turn on low power mode, it throttles down to sixty hertz, and it's Looks like terrible, totally noticeable. But there, I, yeah, there are people out there that don't notice. And to your point, you know, you say that these computers are great for people who don't care about performance. Honestly, even if you do care about performance, 
you're probably going to be fine. I'm not saying everyone. People do renders, like, you know, super fancy video editing, like, super intense, I don't know, coding with a bunch of simulators, whatever, whatever. But, like, for most people, like, even if you're doing, like, work and business stuff and, like, you know, basic video editing, basic coding, basic whatever, like, it's still going to be great. Like, it's for people who don't care about performance, but you're not compromising on performance yes. either if you get one of those. Yeah. I don't know, dog. It doesn't It doesn't add up to me. I don't know what's going on over there, but I I do think that the the return of the 15-inch MacBook Air, well, the the presence of the 15-inch MacBook Air makes me hope for the return of a 12-inch MacBook because as much as I love a big boy you know big 15 inch screen in a thin and light chassis hell yeah sign me up for a 12 inch screen in a thin and light chassis and i get that the 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 current generation regular 13 inch macbook air is not very far off from the 12 inch macbook but mm, that was a good form factor yeah i feel like so the the macbook air looks like the the macbook pro right but it just has it's like it's it's thinner but it's not uh it's not tapered anymore right i'm just double checking correct here it is okay perfect super thin i love the look of that thing whenever i see Mm. like oh it looks they look so good they're so thin they're so light and it's so minimal right there's no text on the bottom there's no text on the top. It doesn't say MacBook Air anywhere on this thing. It's so, like, sleek. It doesn't, you know, it's not cluttered. It's not trying to say, like, hey, look at me. I'm an Apple product. I mean, apart from the giant Apple logo. But the thing you also got to keep in mind, though, is this is a 13-inch MacBook Air. Here is the 12-inch MacBook. Look how tiny that is. Tell me that's not like adorable and incredible and look at how thin it is it's definitely a noticeable difference like (laughs) don't don't uh, don't clip this or anything but but one inch does make a difference oh yeah it does uh, i will just uh, i'll just say that i'll leave it at that but 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 i definitely agree i love the 12 inch macbook i know that you've had i guess you've had like a couple over the years i've had like six played around with it yeah, so I've played around with them a bit. They're really, really cute. And Apple Silicon is the perfect opportunity, right? Because the main thing with the 12-inch MacBook, it was, like, so thin and light and whatever. But, like, you know, it wasn't ever very good because it was, like, you know, trying to cram an Intel thing into into that chassis. Obviously, it's not going to work well. But Apple Silicon is the perfect – it's basically an iPad at that point. And Apple Silicon is, like, the perfect thing to, you know – to, to, to put in there so Dude. i don't know if apple ever would since they're putting m series chips in their ipads but it would be really cool if they did what if they put i know this is dumb but they could put a freaking like a14 or a15 or a 16 or a 17 they could put an iphone chip in this dang thing and it would be fine it would be fine it's fine yeah, don't just don't worry. It's fine. 
<laughs> yeah, no, honestly, it, it would be completely fine. It would work totally fine. I don't know if they would do that because it seems a bit weird to put M-series chips in an iPad and then have a Mac that is an A-series chip in it. Yeah. But, like, theoretically, technically speaking, they absolutely could. And, and it, it would just be the perfect little portable, like, you want something super small to take to do super basic things. It would be great for that. I might have to do another video on this. I haven't I haven't turned this thing on in ages. This this was by the way a very good eBay find. I don't know if you guys can tell over this low quality stream, but it's in like mint condition. Absolutely absolutely flawless condition. It's absolutely gorgeous. I think this battery so I bought I bought this MacBook for a hundred and twenty dollars. Uh like almost two years ago now which was a really good deal and honestly still is like i don't think these things are that valuable but 120 bucks for one in perfect condition the only issue was the battery was really weak so i went on ebay and i got this bottom case also in good condition with a battery because that's the battery's on the on the lower case for these everything else it's on the top case but this is on the lower case and so because of that it was 10 bucks new battery for ten dollars and wow. i think this battery has like let me find out do 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 it's not a lot of cycles on it i was very happy oh nice. god i'm in the ventura stupid system preferences dumb stupid idiot thing and then you gotta click system report from system preferences man this is slow holy cow <laughs> Oh, I see why I see why Apple Silicon exists. <laughs> yeah, Apple Silicon man goes back to Intel after a while. Yeah, honestly, I think I'm going to have to do that video. How many battery cycles that are on you? That would actually be pretty funny. I think you should do that. Cuz it's like this is legitimately such a pleasant machine. Well, except for that it's really slow, and after 12 minutes of sitting on the desktop, it heats up to, I think it's about 10 degrees cooler than the surface of the sun. Mm. I think. Something around there. Sounds about right. Yes. It's it's very... Uh, it, it could be. It has the potential to be a very pleasant experience, but it's being held back by uh, the hardware inside of it, we'll say. Yeah, I mean, look, I I do I do wish that they would bring this back. And there were some good points here, people saying, you know, the screen size is too small for like the 11 or the 12 inch. But when you realize that there are 11 inch iPads that are now running fairly capable operating systems, uh, when you look at a, a 12 inch MacBook, that's... You know, that's nearly the size of the largest iPad. And I think it I think it has enough to be competitive. I think it has enough to, to be a legitimate product. But honestly, I think it's unlikely Apple's going to do that just because right now their stack is a little complicated. You got a 13-inch Pro, 13-inch Air, 15-inch Air, 14-inch Pro, 16-inch Pro. They are really – they got the 13, 14, 15, 16 – so if we had 12 to that as well, it's like that's a bit of a crowded lineup. 
Yeah, it would definitely be a bit much in terms of the Macs, also a bit much in terms of the iPads, because it's basically the equivalent of buying an iPad Pro, I guess a 12.9-inch iPad Pro with, like, a Magic Keyboard, so you get the keyboard and the trackpad, and at that point, the main difference becomes, uh, you know, iPad OS versus Mac OS, so it would be a right. little bit weird for Apple to have... You know, I, I don't think that Apple wants to blur the lines that much, and I think that a 12-inch MacBook at this point would blur yeah. the lines a little bit too much, unfortunately. I know. Ugh, it's so sad. Not to mention the fact that, like, when... You had to remember when the 12-inch MacBook came out, the 13-inch MacBook Air back in 2015 was only slightly smaller in footprint and weight than the 15-inch MacBook Air is now. So right. the the difference between what Apple was offering then in the 13-inch Retina MacBook Pro pre-touch bar and the MacBook Air design pre-butterfly uh, keyboard, the 12-inch MacBook was radically smaller than all of those. And so it was a huge difference. But now, I mean, the the 13-inch MacBook Air is let's say 90% of the way to being that small and portable with an arguably more usable 13.5-inch display, full-size keyboard, no, no butterfly, no little, like, tiered battery system. It's, it's less expensive than the 12-inch MacBook was. I don't know. I think the 12-inch MacBook is probably just going to be doomed to the halls of history, and every year I'll make a video about how good it was and then they won't make it ever again. Yeah, and I think that is a really good point that, like, as much as now, like, you know, Apple Silicon would be the perfect thing to put in it to get the performance and the thermals that it, like, deserved to have, at the same time, Apple Silicon did that for the other Macs, and it's exactly what you said, mm -hmm. that, like, now the 13-inch MacBook Air has gotten a lot of the way to what the 12-inch MacBook was trying to do, that at this point it becomes a little bit less of a difference. It's like less necessary uh, or even desirable to have a 12-inch MacBook. I do think it would be cool. Uh, I think it would be you know a cool option if someone could somehow put Apple Silicon into one of those things. I think that would be incredible. Um, but I don't think that Apple will be uh, the one to do it. It makes me sad, Noah. It really does. I know. I'm sorry. I'm going to cry. In fact, wait a minute. macOS Sonoma supported devices. I'm pretty sure they killed this. I'm pretty sure the MacBook is Dunzo. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Uh, let's look. Let's look. Okay. I'm, I'm looking at this on a 12-inch MacBook, and it's going to make me sad. Yeah. No MacBook. It's over. Oh, all right. Let the tears flow. It's okay. They're there. <laughs> he was so cute and little. They, how did they do this to our boy? To, takes a big man to cry on a you know on a live uh, live broadcast. He was so little. He was gonna grow up big and strong. I'm sorry. I know. I'm I'm controlling myself. 
We got to talk about. Let's go back to that iMac, huh? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. The transition. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad you oh, liked geez. it. It was like emotional whiplash. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, so what do we got here? Uh, uh, yeah. So here's here's the issue, Noah. The, the, the problem with this iMac, the reason that it's coming out so late, is not because of like the chip or the design. It's the display. I think, I mean, way back in 2022, at the very, like January, it's been like a year and a half ago now, uh, Ross Young was talking about this 30-inch ProMotion 6K panel. That's an that's an insane, insane display, and it was mini LED too, so that would be the biggest, highest resolution, and fastest refresh rate of like any consumer monitor, right? That's a big deal. I think that the tech isn't ready yet. In the same way that we were also expecting a 27-inch ProMotion display, and my conspiracy theory that the studio display was supposed to have ProMotion, but the new panel wasn't ready, so they just slapped in the old one from the iMac and said, that's a product. I think that makes a lot of sense because the display is the like the common denominator between all of these things, like you said. Because first of all, you know, between all these things, the fact that the iMac hasn't gotten an update in a long time, the fact that we're still waiting for you know, a 27-inch uh, iMac and maybe even, like, this rumor about a 32-inch, all that. And then, at the same time, all of the other Macs have been doing just fine. You know, the yep. laptops have been fine, and the uh, the desktops, which don't have displays, have also been doing just fine. So it does really seem like it's the panels. And the same way, we've seen a Pro Display XDR. That hasn't been updated in, you know, quite a while. Four years. Like there hasn't... Right? There hasn't been much in the way of displays, you know, other than the laptops have them, but I guess that's, you know, sort of a different story than a, you know, a desktop a dedicated panel. The in the world of Apple dedicated, you know, panels, there hasn't been much at all. And and that's that's the common denominator. Yeah, and 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 it's it's disappointing cuz like right now I'm looking on eBay at Pro Display XDRs cuz I do love the idea of the Pro Display XDR. And the least expensive ones that you can get right now are about $4,200. Now that's with the monitor and the stand included. So I don't know how much that is new, but I think it's like six. Hmm. But it's like, the problem is that Apple hasn't done anything with the dang thing. And as a result of that, they've stayed ludicrously expensive. Yeah, it's uh, six grand if you want the Pro Display XDR with the stand. Six thousand dollars or forty-two hundred used is still an insane amount of money to be spending for what's now a four-year-old panel. Like no one should be buying that right now. Yeah, they definitely need to get an update on that like it's still a great panel obviously it has a lot of like you know pro level features and and whatever in it but like yeah four years it's definitely going to be showing its age there there's got to be 
you know, some some internal upgrades, some firmware upgrades, whatever, even aside from like the panel itself, which I'm sure they can they can, you know, do an improved version of. I wouldn't buy, you know, a four year old display, especially not for that much money. No way. Here's what worries me though, is if they're still selling it for that after four years, I almost wonder if they're gonna do a sneaky cheeky price increasey. Because low-key, mm. we didn't even talk about this. Low-key, the Mac Pro got more expensive by $1,000. Oh. And so Yikes. I think it's possible that we're going to be looking at, you know, six, 6K display for 6K. Yeah, I mean, that would uh, – the math would check out there. Uh, no, but, but I – I could definitely see that being a possibility. Whenever Apple announces the the new Pro Display XDR and they talk about you know all these new features, that's what they would use obviously to justify the price increase. And I agree that by keeping the Pro Display XDR at its current price, it makes it easier to suggest a higher price, even if it's only only a thousand dollar difference. And they're like, and you're like, oh wow, you get all this new stuff. For only a thousand dollars more, mm -hmm. but then you're comparing it to mm -hmm. a four-year-old thing whose price hasn't changed, and then exactly. it's like, oh, what's the what's the deal there? Yeah, that's. I mean, that is so typical for Apple. You know, they are always they're always like, oh, it's it's seventy-eight times faster than the last generation Intel MacBook Air. It's like, yeah, that came out in like twenty twenty, and it had a Core i three in it. So I should dang well hope. That it's faster than that. I mean, come on. Yeah. Remember when the MacBook yeah. Air got that final Intel update in 2020, two months before the Apple Silicon transition was announced? Do you remember that? Vaguely. I, I bought one of those. They had a, That was the year that they did a quad-core MacBook Air. And we were like, whoa, look at that. Oh, it thermal throttles, but it's a quad core. And then they were like, hey, guess what? Apple Silicon, bitch. And we were like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunate. Ugh. And now, of course, look at this. No, you want to see the deal of the century? Go on eBay. Look up MacBook Air M1. Boom. You will find yourself staring down the barrel of... Oh, God. Not these listings. 13-inch Apple MacBook Air 3.2 gigahertz i7 Turbo. Get out of here with your no. Turbo. Screw. That's stupid. Oh, but, but it has a three-year warranty. Oh. Well, hang on now. Can it's you incredible. see this one? Can you see this one? Last one. 430 yeah. sold. Holy moly, great balls of fire. What are we looking at here? You better buy it quick. Yeah, I, I'm. time is a ticking here. $400 for what year is this? 3.2 gigahertz. Well, they quote the turbo speed, which is wrong. So we should honestly yeah. report this for false advertising. Because you, the turbo mm -hmm. clock speed, it's a dual core i7 in a MacBook Air. It's going to thermal throttle anyway. So... Screw them for that. 2.2 gigahertz. I think that's a 2015 Intel. Whoa. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. No, no. 
Oh, no. This is an Ivy Bridge. This is an 11-year-old Mac, but this is a mid-2012. Oh, my God. Wait, didn't my my uh, 2011 MacBook Pro, did that have Intel HD Graphics 3000? Or oh, 4000 or something? It did. Didn't it's it? 3000. This is Sandy Bridge. This is a 2011. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's uh, that's no good. Oh, my this, God. Wait, the Dude. pictures are... Did the pictures show... No, the pictures are lying. That's MagSafe 2. But this would have MagSafe 1 if it has that spec. Is... I can't tell. Like, look, that's too long. That's MagSafe 2. Hmm. This... Unless this is wrong... I also just love the way that they describe this. 512 yes, gigabyte flash storage, solid state drive, 8 gigabytes of RAM, and a very powerful 2.2 gigahertz Core i7 processor with automatic turbo boost speed of up to 3.3 gigahertz for heavy workloads. For a limited oh, yeah. time, when you buy it now, it will come with a free authentic Apple charger whoa that's crazy you get to actually use it for a limited time if you buy the mac you actually get the thing that allows you to use it yeah that's nuts i can't believe they're doing that that's kind i love how they say great battery life and then they say guaranteed to be 70 percent health or better imagine if you got a mac with 70 percent battery health i would not call that great battery life especially on a macbook air yes 70 percent health on what was it already like seven hours that's not great also they say at the top three-year warranty however they then say beware of other macbook sellers offering three-year warranties their warranties only cover the hard drive that means if the logic board goes bad and you're not covered you're stuck with the paperweight but then immediately below that they say your entire MacBook Air is covered for a year, only one year. And the hard drive mm -hmm. is covered for a super extended three years. First of all, not a hard drive. Second of all, that's meaningless. Absolutely meaningless mm -hmm. because three years from now, this eBay seller is going to shut their doors and you're not going to be able to contact them. There is no actual like company that's fulfilling that warranty. It's just you message them and say it doesn't work and they probably say that it was your fault anyway and they're not going to cover it but even if they do cover it it's only based on whether you can even find the seller to message them this is not legally binding at all and yeah, the, the warranty doesn't even anything. cover battery life so what's the point yeah what was the can you go back to the top for one second i just want to see if i missed something the, the top of the top. the very top of the page. Okay. Yeah. They said 3.2 gigahertz in the title, and they said 3.3 gigahertz in the description. They do. Yeah. They were. They. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Like which. <laughs> which is it? Also, uh, this is interesting. They are advertising this as was eight hundred dollars. Are you kidding me? Are you actually insane? $800? I mean, obviously, that's a scam. It's a tactic to be like, holy crap, 
this is so cheap. It's $400 instead of $800. When what you don't realize is that I could go ahead and go back to another eBay tab, see all. Let's go down to a uh, CPU. Where is that? Boop, 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 Well, actually, we can do graphics processing type. No, never mind. That doesn't help. Where's CPU? <laughs> Am I dumb? Uh, there's a processor speed, I guess. That's goofy. First of all, why are so GPU many people? Right below it. Okay, well, let's do GPU. None of those are right. Okay, hang on. Oh. We can do this. We can do this. Oh, there's processor. Under GPU is processor. Oh, okay. I'm blind. This is great. This is great, great news. Oh, hang on. Let's let's get M1 out of our search field. That'll help. So we're going to look up MacBook Air. Mm -hmm. We're going to see how much they're overcharging us for this. All right. Oh, I lost it again. Where's processor? There it is. Okay. So we're going to do a Core i7 second gen. And I'll even throw in all the later ones because I guarantee we're going to be able to find a crap ton of these for... Let's get let's get buy it now. All right. We're doing this live. Screw it. We'll do it live. And I'm going to set a price cap if I can find it of $200, half the price. All right. Well, already here's a faster one from 2013 for less than $200, and I have a feeling that we could even find them for under 140 bucks. And again, I'm doing very little work here. Here's a 13-inch 2011. Less uh, storage and less RAM, but $140. That's the first result. The the literally first result on the webpage. Here's one. Oh, that's two of them broken for 50 bucks. Here's one. Okay. Dude, this is literally just... <laughs> it just needs an SSD. This is the same laptop, sans storage, for $90. Yeah, but it doesn't have a three-year warranty on the hard drive. That's worth at least $300. Damn, you're so right. You're so right. I love the fact that for that $400 price tag, you could buy one of these MacBook Airs, throw it out the window, total it, burn it, explode it with dynamite, buy another mm -hmm. entire MacBook and you're still at the same price of what one of these companies wants for their warranty. Yep. That's uh that's about right. Not to mention, if we go back to our original search term here, we can do MacBook Air processor M1, Apple M1. There's 1100 of those, so I have a feeling that will have some pretty good options here. We go down to buy it now, and the third listing, the third listing is $500. Uh-oh, this is not M1. Hang on. Hang on. They lied in their description. They had their processor listed as M1, but that's not accurate. Mm -mm. No, no, no. Can't be doing that. Here's a broken one for 200 675 379 ooh a bad screen though so that's not great i mean look 
you're at a point here where you're talking about a $200 difference. Here's one for $550, $650. Do a little bit of poking around. You can very easily find these things for $650. That's $250 more than they want for a 12-year-old second-generation Intel processor that I think was uh, dropped from support in like 2017 or 2019. It's it's goofy that those sellers are still getting away with selling 400 of those things at that price. I know those are like it's it's really stupid, but but I definitely agree like if you're in the market, if you're really in the market for a very like like a base uh, entry level Mac and you want to get it used, you want to get, you know, like a like like a like a pre-owned super inexpensive one, it's worth saving for the m1 it's the classic thing you can spend like a little bit of money a lot of times Mm -hmm. or you spend a little bit more money once and you get something that's going to be good it's worth a little bit extra to get an actual like get apple silicon don't get an ancient mac that was like patched and hacked in order to run you know a later version of mac os and it's not supported anymore whatever 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 it's not worth it yeah absolutely i think we're in this we're in this interesting time period where if you're going to buy an Intel Mac, there's not necessarily a problem with that as long as it's dirt cheap. Remember I did a video on a 15-inch Retina from 2013 that I paid 100 bucks for? That's a great deal. No question. At a $100 or a $200 price point, you want a computer that works. So if you're getting one that has a Retina display, solid-state storage, and is in good condition, that's icing on the cake as far as I'm concerned. But if you step up above that, you're in that like four, five, six hundred dollar range. Stop what you're doing and buy an M1 MacBook Air. There's just no reason to buy anything else. Yeah, that that's absolutely true. It can be fun, you know, if you want like a like a beater laptop to play around with, you know, you could get an Intel one, you could put boot camp on there if you wanna, you know do something in windows you want to run some Mm -hmm. super basic games or some like some like old retro windows games sure you can do that you know for 100 200 dollars they are allowed to hit at that price point they are allowed to hit exactly at that point they at that price point they are allowed to thermal throttle right yeah so you gotta you gotta look out for that but if you're going if you're if you're actually trying to get a computer to like use just save up more and and get something that's you know actually worth it it sounds bad to say you know it's like if you're trying to get that just have more money idiot but what that's not what yeah. we mean it, it's like, you know save up take a little bit more time invest in something that's gonna last you longer and also i would say uh neil here brings up a pretty good point which is that m1 devices are i think overpriced right now like the fact that they're at six seven eight hundred dollars when you can get you can get the m2 macbook air you can find these for a thousand bucks all day long which are going to be faster better battery life you know obviously it's not a used device so that's a benefit and you know the new design right that's unquestionably a good deal i think Honestly, this is this is just the Apple Silicon price premium because there's all these people selling their Intel machines for so much money. You know, getting four hundred dollars for a 
twelve year old one, which is this insane. So it, it it in some ways it makes sense that you're gonna find some of the M1 devices, the earlier ones, inflated just a bit. But that's you know, think about it this way. Think about if you're the guy who bought the M1 MacBook Air at launch in 2020 for a thousand bucks, and now you want to upgrade, and it's worth 750 because it's in good condition. Could you imagine that? Keeping a computer for that long, and 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 you only lost 250 bucks of its value when you upgrade. That's crazy. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's pretty great, and I think we kind of talked about this uh, recently. It's that whole thing of like. Apple Silicon is still relatively new, right? It's been out for a couple of years. So I agree that like the M1 MacBook Air is a bit overpriced right now, but it's that thing where there haven't been, there's only been, I guess, arguably two generations, at least of the chips, right? M1 and M2 so far. It's only been a couple of years. If you give it more time, you know, and there's more products, it'll start to push the other ones down. So the M1 MacBook Air is a bit much, a bit overpriced right now, but it will keep getting pushed down in price as there are more uh, more iterations and as the older ones, you know, get older, whatever, whatever. So, you know, if you wait a little bit longer, right, you have a couple hundred bucks, you want to buy a Mac, you're looking at one of these like older Intel ones. If you wait a little bit, you can, you know, get some more money together to get a better computer. And maybe by that point, those computers will, you know, come down a little bit. Whenever mm-hmm. we see the M3 launch, if there's like an M3 MacBook Air or some sort of M3 Mac, that'll probably push down the M2s a little bit, which will push the M1s down a bit. And then it'll become even a little bit less expensive. So it's kind of that that whole thing that we're still a little bit new, which is great for the people that bought the first one and they're trying to sell them. A little bit higher barrier to entry to get in. But, you know, it'll, it'll come down eventually. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, I mean, honestly, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to, to, to find that these computers are the prices that they are. I don't think it's a bad deal, even at $700. I think it's overpriced used. Uh, I think for that amount of money, you could probably just find one that's, that's like, new, honestly. I bet you, I bet you if I go on bestbuy.com. BestBuy.com, the the site for the Best Buy store. And I look up mm-hmm. MacBook Air. Let's see, MacBook Air M1. Let me share that tab. And I bet you will be able to find something that's not too bad. Oh, geez, look at that. Retail price. Ooh. There's a refurbished Core i5. Oh man, looks like not a ton of deals here. Okay, here's it. Here's an M1 with the seven-core GPU for eight eight twenty-nine. That's not bad. You know, I, if it's seven fifty used or eight twenty-nine with some sort of like a company that that's gonna like guarantee the product, that I would think is worth it. I mean, it's just oh look, there's one for seven nineteen, certified refurbished. Boom. Don't e- screw the used ones. If it's under 600, sure. Otherwise just do that. Yeah, I mean you'll you'll get like uh, you know, it, it, it's a safer bet if you go with one of these bigger like a Best Buy, it's a safer bet. Uh definitely. I'll tell you what is a safe bet. <laughs> What's that? 
It's that the the new iPhone is going to have USB-C. See, I oh, caught you yes. off guard there. The iPhone like, 15. It's too early to end the show. Exactly. I did a little. I did a little deep fake. Was that is that is that the right word there? No. Is that what that is? Fake. Uh, fake. Fake What's out. What's the? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But, dude, I don't know. I've I've heard like we've had some rumors. I'll let me put up on screen here the most recent rumor surrounding the iPhone 15. Are you ready? This is a real okay, whopper. See it. Oh boy. Blue. It's coming iPhone 15 Pro expected to come in blue. Yeah. That's a bombshell. Dark blue that has a gray tone. That sounds like Pacific blue and looks like it. Yeah, like uh, I don't know. I mean, we've gotten we got the the dark blue. Uh, the the iPhone twelve that was the dark blue. The thirteen yep. was the light blue. Yep. And then the fourteen is purple, or I'm saying like the pro models, I should say. Yeah. The fourteen is this like dark purple, and now we're getting like dark blue slash gray. I I was kind of hoping for like a like 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 a flashier color or at least something a little bit different. Dude, I I don't know if you remember this, but there was like a whole. Let me find. Here we go. Here we go. This is the the oh, iPhone 15 dude. Pro. We, there's that been looks like so good. If only it wasn't covered by 700 ads. Okay, thank you. There it is. That color is so good. I've seen so many different variations of like bronze, copper, sunset, like burnt sienna. That like sort of deep orange, burnt orange color is so good. That's the color I wrapped my car in because I love that color. And every year we've had these rumors, these like renders featuring some variation of this type of color. And I would absolutely buy the shit out of that if that was real. I love that. Yeah, that that's a nice color. I would love to see like that kind of color. I feel like Apple doesn't really do super flashy colors on the Pro models. I think that the the 13 Pro with that light blue which I think is still my favorite color, like my favorite pro color was that yeah. light blue. And, and and that was, I guess, the flashiest, quote unquote, yeah. That was the flashiest that they've ever done. And I really, I really like, uh, you know, I would love to see some other kind of cool color. The the bronze was super cool. Yeah, see, oh, that's, that's so good. I just... I don't want to see my my mom uh, just texted because she's watching the show and she said, "Oh, that that iPhone 15 Pro render looks like my phone because she has you know my old 12 Pro and that's exactly mm. what we were saying. It's like the same. It's like the same thing again. We want we need a different color. I agree. I don't think it's we've done we've done two blues in a row, and I liked both of them. Pacific blue and Sierra blue, great blues. Not a huge mm-hmm. fan of the purple right now." But that doesn't mean, oh, never mind, just go back to blue. Stop it. Get some help. Get a get a better color. I want it. I agree. I think they should do something a little bit different. And I always, or I shouldn't say always, but like 
Well, okay. I like to buy the the the, the color of the year, right? Yes, of I course. bought. I have the purple uh, 14 Pro right now. I had the uh, the light blue 13 Pro, the dark blue 12 Pro. Uh, before that, I had the iPhone 10, which only came in black and white, I guess. But I got the white one because I wanted a different. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I like I like the fun colors. I like yeah. the color of the year. It's like the way that you can that you can tell the difference, you know, obviously Apple fans can tell the difference. Like, oh, you have a dynamic island. Oh, you have, like, the camera bumps bigger, whatever. But, like, you get the color of the year. You're like, oh, that's the new iPhone. That's the color. That's the one that they're showing off, whatever, whatever. I like the new color, and I'm going to get the new color. But I don't want it to be blue-gray. I want it to be something fun. Yeah. Please. Yeah, I mean, on that note, this was the first year that I haven't gotten the fun color. I, mm. I got... The I, I guess I would start with the iPhone XS because I skipped the 10 inexplicably. I, I know, think I it can't was. Believe, I still can't believe that. Okay, it's because I didn't have money. Oh, yeah, that's the reason. But 10 and I wanted the large screen, so the 10s Max. Then I was like, okay, I got that in gold because again, black and white was the only option on the 10. So when they added the gold, that was arguably their first like fun color. So I got that. I really liked that gold, by the way. Then mm. the 12 Pro, obviously I got the blue. The 13 Pro, I got the blue. But this year, this year I don't like the purple. And I think that the all black, space black, like I never liked the space gray iPhone 12. I didn't like that color, but this this space black looks so good. And I was so underwhelmed. I actually bought the gold 14 Pro Max initially. Because I was like, oh, I don't like the purple. I used to get gold. Let's try it again. And then I got it. And I was like, this is ass. This sucks. So I, I got the black instead. That's fair enough. I mean, I have the purple one. Hard you to can tell. like barely tell when it gets when it gets like the good good light and you can tell that it's purple it's like kind of cool but it's too it's too dark for me i don't want these like dark like business professional colors i want to have i know it's a pro phone we can have a little bit of fun right we don't have to be that serious exactly you might as well have a little bit of fun with it come on what, what, yeah, that's what, what are we saying. all here to have business conversations all the time? I want a, I want a neon yellow iPhone. That's what I want. Honestly, you know, I I would get it. If that were the color of the year, I would get I would get neon yellow. I'm so sad. It's a tragic day. I really don't want them to do another blue. I mean that one was fine. It just feels a little been there, done that. Yeah, it's definitely, and it gets, it, it, it is definitely like, you know, they've done enough blue. It's a little bit close to like the black, the space black color. Like I like, you know, the black, white, gold are all very distinct from each other. And I feel like when we had that light blue, that was also very distinct from all the other options. But these like super dark colors are not as distinct. So I think, you know, it's just a rumor. We, there's still a few months, you know, a few months out from the iPhone. 
maybe that won't happen, but I kind of hope that it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. You know what I also hope doesn't happen, but probably will happen? What? This episode coming to an end. Oh, I think that definitely will happen. Yeah, I the the CCRP on that is just off the freaking charts, dog. Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, that means uh we got to end this one. I are we going to be are you off next week? I think in theory we are going to be on next week, right? Was it next week? Oh. Yeah. I, yeah. Pending future updates which will be communicated in uh the community tab we will be back hopefully in person next week yeah next week if we are on it will be we will both be in the same place slight chance that won't happen but we're planning for it to happen and then i think the week after that uh we'll have to be off and then and then we'll be back yeah but for right now this has been your host, Luke Miani. And I've been your host, Noah Rubin. Have a great night.